All right, so this is about uh, two years down the road. From now. Exactly to the day. Okay. You had a kind of like this weird dream the night before you woke up. You had this dream about there was this like, uh, just you were just walking amongst the uh, stalks of corn. Mm-hmm. And you kind of felt like this uh, presence behind you. You knew if you turn around, you would see uh, the monster. And at the last moment, even though you were like running around for hours in your dream, you turn around and it's uh, this monster with a fucking pumpkin head and you wake up. And so uh, you're kind of hanging out and uh, you're like, oh, that was, you know, whatever. You kind of like, you know, shake the, uh, the cold out dry or whatever. Mm-hmm. You go downstairs to have breakfast. What do you make yourself for breakfast? Um, I usually don't eat breakfast, uh, but if I did, it would be I would probably some eggs and some bacon. So you fry up those eggs. You mm-hmm. make them scrambled as fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're looking down at your plate when you're done. It only takes you like about 12 minutes or so. Uh, you've got yourself a hearty breakfast of bacon and eggs. You look down. There's a piping mm-hmm. hot cup of coffee waiting in front of you. I also made that, though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You grab uh, your fork, and you look at it. And it's funny because it's almost as if you feel like you're... um. You know that feeling when you take a, like a few like Adderall, or whatever, and like you're super focused. Mm-hmm. You feel super focused right now. Uh-huh. You look down at your fork. It's the bluest fork you've ever seen in your fucking life. You look at those that three pronged instrument in your fucking hand. That wait, this representative is a- of death that you call a, this is a like fork. a toddler fork. No, it's your fork. Your personal fork. It's a blue three-pronged fork. Yeah, you bought it. uh, Okay. When you were visiting um, Afghanistan. Okay. You visited Afghanistan last year, uh, mostly uh, because you lost a bet. Mm -hmm. You were playing against uh, our friend Taylor Dowdy. You were doing like a shooting pool or whatever. Yes. And uh, it got to like the the last... uh, ball was like the eight ball and Taylor mm-hmm. Darity's like uh hey Brooks see I'm not happy about it uh and then he goes he says that he'll bet you if he wins you have to go to Afghanistan and find the uh missing holy grail okay and if he loses he has to give you a hundred bucks that's all he has to do yeah because you were feeling pretty confident I'm, I'm confident on this yeah. one okay yeah and the so in all right is the the fork is the holy grail in this how does it get back to the fork so what happens is um you're fucking playing this game right right and you go eight ball corner pocket okay suddenly you realize everyone in the bar is looking at you even the bartenders even Mm -hmm. the waiters Mm mm-hmm there's like several drink orders that are like waiting to be made. They're just looking. You grab that pool cue and you've never felt 
more confident in your fucking life. All right. You set everything up. You set up like the uh, the shot or whatever. And you know in your heart that you're going to make it. You know it greater than you know that Christ loves humanity. Okay. All right. It's like right in that area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right before you hit the ball, you hear this guy, you hear like a thwacking sound. And I goes, oh, my balls. And you go, huh? And you look up and you like fucked up the uh, the last shot. Mm-hmm. Who so said you, this guy named uh, Charlie uh, Changles? And what happened was mm-hmm. he, he walked in while this was happening. Everyone was like staring at you. And Charlie Changles walks in and he goes like a humba dumba dumba. He like hums a song to himself. Mm-hmm. He goes humba dumba dumba dumba. And then this he's guy, a car- he's a cartoon character, essentially. Yeah. And uh, what happens is he's like he's like you know hands are waving back and forth, and he actually hits himself in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he yells that. Henry goes, mm-hmm. what? And then you fuck up. Uh, so shit is a pretty crazy. Right. So you end up losing this whole thing. Okay. You're- I lose the game. And so I have to go to Afghanistan. Yeah. Per the bet. Yeah. You lose. And so you go to Afghanistan and you're sort of like, this is weird or whatever. But, like, while you're out there, uh, you're out in, like, the desert, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're walking. At this point, the uh, the wind and the sand have destroyed uh, your clothing. Okay. So you're walking completely nude. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you don't even, like, notice. That's how intense the... Uh, the sandstorms are? Dude, the sandstorms... Like, the sandstorms are so intense that if you look at one in the distance, you'll stare at it. And it'll like um, you'll see in the uh, the sandstorm. It'll like it'll like form words. You know what I mean? And it always uh, tells you. Now I'm not sure. I know what you mean there. What the the sandstorm forms words? Yeah, with the sand, and it tells mm-hmm. you a secret. Oh, what's the secret about you? Okay. So like the first time <laughs> you looked at it, uh, you're like, "What the fuck is this about?" And uh, it was forming words with the sand in the air, mm-hmm. and it said like um, it said like. Um, you know, you jacked off in Mrs. You know Covingworth's driveway in fourth grade. Mrs. Coving Mrs. Covingworth was uh, your fourth grade teacher, right? And she was a fucking jerk, dude. And, and so when you're and in what fourth, what does a jerk get? Jo'd. Yeah. So you right. go to her uh, place of Jo. Later on, you find out that she was like suffering through like a uh, clinical depression, right? And uh, you know, horrible OCD. So you feel bad about it later on, but like at the time, it felt great. Of course. So uh, you are just like, you know, hanging out. You think to yourself, what is my next step? And you're kind of walking around. You're not really thinking. Wait, this is still the beginning. This is hold on. I'm sorry. I got to back up a little bit. This is the beginning of my day and I've eaten bacon and eggs. Yeah. Okay. I'm the on. point is that the bacon and eggs are incredible. They're the best bacon and eggs you've ever had in your fucking life. Okay. Um, you look down at the bacon, and the bacon is like this, like, like really, you really love like browned bacon, a little burned, a mm-hmm. little crispy. 
I do. You look down this crispy bacon, you see uh, the, the the brown of of the bacon, and you look down at it, and you remember this one time where um you were hanging out, you're in the woods of Houston, and you were hanging out with in your, the woods of Houston. Yeah. Okay. And you were hanging out with your friend. Um, his name was Bountiful Bill. Mm-hmm. That's what you called him. And so you guys were hanging out, and uh, you guys were playing like hide and seek woods edition. Uh, which means that you can hide anywhere in the woods. And so some like there's some games that take like three days to do. Right. Like, it's a pretty intense thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of like run over to like the creek or whatever, and you're kind of like hiding beneath this bush, and you kind of like go, what the heck? And like you look over, and you see that there's a, a, this like a, a dead body being hung from a tree. Uh, and your friend Bountiful Bill runs over and he's about to like tag you out, but he looks up and he sees the, uh, you know, the, the hanging corpse too. Uh, so it's a, uh, okay. And you kind of look at it and uh, this guy is wearing like a, uh, a cowboy hat. The rest of his, the rest of his uh, clothing is like shredded. Okay. And uh, you look, you, you look him dead in the eyes and you swear the corpse wings at you. The brown of his eyes is the exact same shade as that bacon you're eating. Okay, all right. Now I know the shade of the, the bacon brown. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pr- very specific thing. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. You're like, well, that's weird, but you eat it anyway. So, um, you're hanging out, and uh, you walk outside. You decide you're going to go for like a walk, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're walking, and you see a sign. And it says, uh, it's like an ad or whatever. And it says, uh, chili contest reward $15,000. Okay. So this is like, if you make the chili and, uh, you kind of look at it and it kind of like jogs a memory in your brain. Cause you're actually, uh, like you're about $10,000 in debt. Okay. Sounds about right. You were doing uh, stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you killed a kid. I killed a kid what doing happen- stand-up comedy. What happened was you were performing uh, at the Buzz Mill on Riverside, and it's like this outdoor venue or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so this kid was there, and it's interesting because no one knows exactly where the kid came from. All they know is that when they found uh, her body, it had a uh, quarter in it from the year 2079. And so what happened is uh, you're on stage, you're telling your jokes. You're mm-hmm. like, uh, you're like, Hey, you know, my balls or whatever. And right. this, uh, this little kid uh, runs by and she's flicking that, uh, that quarter in the air. And uh, you're doing this big act out when she walks by, you are telling a joke about, how you go to the beach and every time you sit down, a crab pinches your butt and you go, whoa, and you go flying in the air. And so mm-hmm. you're doing an act out of, whoa, a crab just pinched my bottom. And you kick this kid in the face and she goes flying out onto Riverside driving. It's run over by a car. So I, okay. So from Buzz Mill, I kick her to Riverside. It was a mighty kick. Right. Well, you know. So you're getting sued for uh, $10,000. And so that's how much. That's how much I'm getting sued for. Yeah, and that's why I'm ten thousand dollars in debt. You're ten thousand dollars in debt, and so you see this because this, I've kicked. <laughs> yeah, because I kicked a you kid. Kicked in a child on your Riverside No, that drive. sounds. That's all land. That's landing like a seven forty seven. I understand. Um, 
So you're kind of like a, a goo. And so you're hanging out and you see the the sign $15,000 for this chili contest. Right. Do so you, that would be a little extra on top. Do you investigate? Yeah, I might. I don't know if there's like a pool tab with some contact info on it. There's this guy sitting there in like a fucking chair. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, hello, Zach. He goes, my name is he- Curtis Cotillion. Okay. He goes, yeah, I'm in charge of this uh, chili contest. He goes, you want to enter? Uh, $15,000 awaits for the best chili. And it's a free entry? He goes, there is no, not only is there no fee to enter, uh-huh. he actually gives you a $5 bill after you like write your he name He tips down. me? He tips you $5. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll sign up. You look down at the $5 bill and Abe Lincoln's eyes are like crossed out. So you enter this uh, this contest and uh, you're like, all right, well, I got to figure out the best chili or whatever. And so uh, you go home and you start experimenting with chili. And it's not like this is your first rodeo. You've made chili before in the right. past. You've always thought of yourself as a pretty solid, you know, chili guy. Mm-hmm. But you know you have to take it to the next level. Right. You spend the next like seven hours just working on chili recipes. None of them come out to your satisfaction. Okay. You're kind of sitting there and uh, you're actually writing down all, all the ingredients with like a quill. Uh, you dip it into like an ink thing and you like write down your. Uh, your. That's how I'm doing every recipe. <laughs> every recipe, like your Beethoven. Okay. And suddenly there's a knock on the door. What do you do? Um, that's, uh, I set the, uh, the quill somewhere where it won't drip on the counter. And then I go, I go answer the door. So you open the door and standing there is this guy. Uh, he's wearing a green jumpsuit. Okay. He's got stringy gray hair. He can't quite look you in the eye. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he has no confidence and you're like, what the hell? And you kind of look down at him and you see uh, that instead of like uh, skateboarding or rollerblading or whatever, he has uh, on his uh, attached to his feet, like these two, they they look like, uh, like, like uh, skis, but they're made of carrots. And he goes, he goes, um, he can't look at you. You kind of get the feeling he doesn't have a lot of friends. Like mm-hmm. He can't look you in the eyes. And he goes, he's like, hey, Zach, um, it's me, the Prince of Vegetables. Do you have a minute? What do you do? Um, I don't know. He coughs and a bunch of like beats come out. Beats? Um, usually I, I probably would disregard, but considering the, the, the chili competition i mean maybe the prince of vegetables has you know something to offer i don't know so you let him in and he, he kind of walks Wait, in. so he's already in he just I, walks in he we, takes, he takes we off. can't to, we're not chatting anymore he's no. already in he takes okay. off the skis he kind of looks around and he goes wow so this is what the inside of someone's house looks like Okay. And you're like, oh, this fucking guy. So, uh, and you can kind of like, again, this guy has no friends. He's kind of like, there's like sweat stains all over his body. Like you're like, this guy fucking sucks or whatever. But 
he you bring him into his kitchen into your kitchen and he and he goes he's like yeah i'm the prince of vegetables he goes look zach i've got something that can help you in this chili competition he goes i've got this plant i've been working on he is not even looking your direction. He's just like looking outside. You have no idea what he's looking at. He cannot bring himself to like actually make eye contact. He goes, I got this thing. It's called the, um, the jalapeno of Mars. He's like, if you use this in your chili, I think it's going to help you out a lot. He goes, do you want it? Yeah. I mean, I'll, if he's got it. Yeah. He kind of like reaches into his breast pocket and pulls out this like gigantic jalapeno mm-hmm. and hands it to you. Do you take it? Yeah. You take it. He goes, all right, well, you owe me a favor, but I think your chili is going to be pretty good. He turns to walk away and trips over his own feet and falls over and breaks his nose <laughs> and he cries for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You kind of just stand there. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And he finally gets up and he goes, all right, uh, the Prince of Vegetables is out of here. And he walks through the hallway and uh, trips again and falls over and breaks his nose again mm-hmm. and cries for another 15. You don't see it happen. You just kind of hear it. He leaves. Do you use the jalapeno to make the chili? Yeah, I'd try like a little piece of it. You take a bite out of this jalapeno. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest with you. It's the best jalapeno you've ever had in your fucking life. Yeah. It's smooth, but tender. Hot, yet refreshing. You cannot believe what you hold on your tongue. Okay. So do you use the jalapeno to, uh, do you add it to the chili? Yeah, absolutely. So you add to your chili, you go to the chili competition, you enter it. There's this guy who's the uh who's the uh the judge. His name is uh Peter Chili. Peter his name is Peter Chili. Yeah, he's descended okay. from the Chili family. Uh they they came to America from uh, Chile. Mm-hmm. And uh mm-hmm. they made they're like we have to make a food that reminds us of our of our home and they made this spicy ass chili to remind themselves of the country of Chile. So uh he is the great 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 grandson of Peter Chile. Of the of the creator of Chile, whose name is um But his name is also his name Peter is um, Matthias uh Chile. Okay. Yep. So he's a descendant of this of this guy, and mm-hmm. so people are like freaking out that he's there. So he's like sort of the judge or whatever. And so uh, you kind of offer up your chili, and he's like, uh, "All right, whatever." I uh, takes the bowl from you because he like remembers you. He's like he's seen you do comedy before. And he is not a fan. He's seen. He's been to. He's. He's been to kick butt coffee before. Yeah, he saw you at open mic. You're trying out some new <laughs> stuff, and okay. like you just ate shit. And, like, he just thinks that's you all the time. Right. And so he just thinks, like, oh, Zach, what a fucking pushover, son of a bitch, right. idiot. Mm-hmm. And so you uh, you bite into this chili, and it is, like, he bites in the chili, rather, and it is fucking incredible. He does that thing where he goes, a wooga, and his eyes literally, like, come out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Suddenly, his back forms a, uh, a rocket, and he goes, Psh, and explodes. Mm-hmm. He lands. He's, like, perfectly unarmed. 
So you win uh, the chili competition. I win. I win the 15,000. They don't even eat any other chili. They're like, this is clearly right. the best chili there is. You got $15,000. You can pay off that fucking you know, person you killed. And then you have an extra five grand. Right. The kid I kicked off. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk out to your car. You jump in. You, you do that thing where you run and you slide over like off the, hood. the Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you land perfectly. And like a bunch of like women see you. They just start applauding. And they clap. They can't believe. Like, yeah, it's a um, they're the um, it's uh, these women who are out. Uh, they're in this group <laughs> called um, Hot Women Who Like to Walk. And what it is, is it's the uh, the hottest women in their area code all hang out together. And uh, they just like to go walking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like they, oh, let's, but you know, they happen to see me do a roof slide. And they could not believe how cool yeah. you look. And so you kind of like wave at them and you're like, thank you, ladies. You jump into your car. You close the door and uh, you start your car. You start driving home. You're kind of driving home. You're not really paying attention to what's going on. You listen to this podcast. It's this podcast called um, History's Biggest Farts. And what it is, is it's uh, it's hosted by David Attenborough. And what it is, is he just talks about the biggest farts in history mm-hmm. and kind of their, their uh, you know, historical importance. And you're kind of listening to this. You're kind of wrapped up and you suddenly jump because you look into the rearview mirror and there's someone sitting in the back seat of your car. And you jump and you freak out and you turn around and there's no one sitting back there. But I, yeah. But you're I, like, well, that was weird. Yeah. You kind of turn around and you look back and there, you look in the in the rearview mirror and there's a guy sitting there. Uh, he's clearly wearing a suit. His face is, is a moving plume of smoke and his left eye glows red. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, you hear him just say, uh, hello, Zach. I'm the man in the back seat. Okay. He goes, who'd you get those jalapenos from? Oh, so now he's asking me about the, was he at the, he, he tried the chili. He was at the chili. He's cup. looking out the window. He's not really looking at you, but he goes, where well, do you get a, it from? His head's back? a plume of smoke. Right? It's constant. And like the smoke is constantly moving. You can't, it's almost like you can't quite look directly at it. Mm-hmm. You see him go, where is it, Zach? Oh, so he's looking for the jalapeno. Yeah. I go, it's back there. I didn't bring any with me. It's back there with the chili. He goes, is there any left? Of the chili? Of the jalapeno. Uh, I'm going to save like a little, just a sliver of it, a little bit. It's in the glove compartment. You kind of look over at it. Your face starts sweating. Oh, so I I tipped him off to where it was. Well, no, you looked over. You can't see what you're looking at. Oh, okay. What do you do? Um... I throw on the brakes. <laughs> so you, you hit the brakes and you suddenly come to a complete and full stop. Yeah. All these cars like swerve around you. Right. And everyone's like honking at you. Mm-hmm. They're screaming at you. And you're like, Oh man, I can't believe that happened. You look up. That guy is just like still in the backseat. And he goes like, what the fuck? What? He goes, what are you trying to do? I was trying to get him up to the front seat. He makes a fist and your car explodes. Damn. <laughs> and you burn to death. 
the man in the backseat killed you. He eventually finds all the, the, the that jalapeno. Mm-hmm. And uh, all I can say is that be glad that you fucking died. Because I, life on Earth changes drastically. But you died. All right. I won that chili contest, so. Yeah, and then you died. All right. 